reach um, the Temple of Speed at Raleigh Monza, basically. And uh, of course, when we're talking about speed, we're talking speed against the clock as opposed to racing in the accepted sense, because often people talk about rallying and it's racing, but it's racing against the clock, not racing against other people at the same time. Yeah, we've got this lucky opportunity to go somewhere with incredible motorsport heritage and, and bring a different kind of motorsport to that uh, that area. And um, you know, I think opinions have been split between maybe some groups about whether whether it's the right format for WRC. But personally, I think it's a great opportunity to to showcase the sport to people. And this year, we're going to have fans and spectators in the circuit, which only means you know positive things for me. We're we're showing the sport to new people in the middle of a incredibly motorsport-rich um, city. So I'm really looking forward to it. Well, you're going to be on tarmac, but I mean, you're not forgetting, of course, that uh, rallying is very much about uh, loose surface as well. So we go into the Bergamo Mountains for part of the rally, yeah? Yeah. So there's an element of each day on Friday and Saturday outside of the circuit um, for the more, um, you know, hardcore rally fans that want to see the stages. And then there's um, some circuit stages in, in actually on the track in the afternoons. Um, and, you know, again, you've got to remember that there's a lot of rally championships in the world that use circuits as, as their championships. So it's still rallying to me. Um, and it's a different challenge and something that the, the guys will have to, to face. And, um, yeah, it's, I'm sure it'll be a great event. Because, I mean, the profile of the World Rally Championship has had to change because of, obviously, the problem with COVID-19. Yeah, and, again, that's something we can't forget. You know, we've approached the organisers twice now in, in uh, Monza to see if they can help out the championship last minute. And both times they put together a, a, an event in, in, in time for us to go and have the final round of the championship there. And ultimately, the other option was to not have an event and, and lose an event completely, which isn't really an option for any of us. So you know, we've got to give good, uh, a big round of applause and some respect to, to, the, to Achi for organising the uh, event at such short notice. I mean, I think obviously Rally GB not having been in the championship for certainly this year and, and, and last year, I mean, that is a great shame. But at some point in time, one hopes the Rally GB will come back into the into the championship again in some format. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of speculation about the <clears throat> the final event on the calendar next year that doesn't have a, a country next to it. That, that could well be Northern Ireland. Um, and if that's the case, I'd very much support it and would really look forward to going back to there. You know, what would become our home event in a in a country where rallying is is part of the heritage, um, I think it would be really really exciting. So uh, we'll wait and see. But if it is that instance, then uh, I'll be very happy. Um, a new addition to the lineup for the drivers uh, at the event, obviously um, at Monza, Yari Hutenen. Yeah, so Yari's been uh, driving Rally Two Gattery cars for the last few seasons and put in some great results this year. Uh, and you know an opportunity arose for him to come and drive the Fiesta in Monza, and we thought it'd be a good opportunity for him to show us what he can do and meet him and get to to know him a bit more and understand the team and you know have a look and see how he does. And you know we're still considering our lineup for next year, so it's a perfect opportunity for him to show M Sport what what he's capable of. There's been a lot of speculation about next year, and I know you get pushed by the media to find out what's going on and what this sort. Of, and you're you're very non-committal without giving too much away, but you sort of give some sort of idea that what's next year. But uh, we do know that Craig Breen is going to be fronting the lineup anyway because because he's had a very good run uh, testing the new Rally One car. Yeah, so Craig is is announced and is is 
fundamental to our, our plans. He's leading the team for the next two seasons. Um, you know, he's had incredible year really, uh, considering he had a short program and and uh, unsure which events he would be doing. So we found an agreement with him, which is great. Um, and yeah, we have some other drivers in the pipeline, and uh, more about them will come in the next few weeks. Really, that's about as far as I can go. So you you rounded up quite well. I can talk about <laughs> some points, but avoid the details. <laughs> the old pipeline. It's, gonna, it's not going to yeah. be blocked at the one end, is it? For heaven's sake, we don't want no. it happening like that, do we? <laughs> no, I hope not. But uh, we're nearly there. We're nearly there. Fantastic stuff. But I mean, all in all, I mean, this year has been hither and thither and up and down and all over the place. But I mean, one thing I think is very evident is the fact that, you know, the spirit that drives M Sport is still there, regardless of what the results are and what happens uh, on the events themselves. Yeah, I think the team's really motivated in terms of, you know, what we've got lined up for next year. They know that we're in a position with drivers and a car that's capable of winning. So, you know, that helps. And um, we're all kind of looking forward to getting to Monte Carlo. But there's no denying it's going to be incredibly busy eight weeks now before before that event begins. Um, you know, the, the guys and girls have got a, a massive challenge on their hand to build the cars that we're going to need for that event. Um, but, you know, we've just got to go with it and, and put all the effort in now, and hopefully that will be rewarded to us in, in January. But Puma, the new Rally 1 car, sounds very exciting from the sort of feedback we're getting from somebody like Craig, for example. Yeah, I mean, the drivers are really... All the feedback we've had from the drivers has been incredibly positive, which is good. Um, you know, it's hard to tell what the other manufacturers are doing and what the feedback you're getting from the drivers there, but... Uh, you know, we know that what we've got from the variety of people that have tested the, so, the car so far are all very similar um, feedback. So, you know, we've got to be positive and happy with what we've achieved. And I'm sure that the car is going to be competitive when we get to, to uh, the stages around uh, Monaco next year. And absolutely, I mean, the hybrid sort of technology that's been brought in as well, an interesting addition to the platform of the rally car. Yeah, I mean, it's a step the championship needed to take. Um, you know, the, the modern road car market is moving forward. Um, electric, full electrification at this stage was was not an option for us um, because the sport is, is quite difficult in the amount of distance that we travel to, around during the events. But the hybrid is a is a current technology in car in road cars that's relevant and gives us performance advantage and reduces our you know our footprint on the environment we are, we we're producing power from a more renewable source so that's great and i think you know it's something we needed to do it's a st- it's a starting point if we didn't do anything um you know we'd be we'd find ourselves in the same position and i think there's a lot of people out there just looking for the negatives about what the championship's doing um and that's pretty disappointing to see because i think you know we're making a real sustainable step forward and it's the start of a long um road to a to a sustainable future I just wonder what people would think about having an all-electric rally car. It already exists in another series. Um, but, uh, you know, I think there's an element of it that at the moment the technology for full electric couldn't, couldn't replicate rally. And what the, key, the key thing is we don't want to lose the DNA of the sport. You know, if you made everything only 10 kilometers length stage and it was, a, it was only, you know, 50 kilometers from the service park and that was it for three days, that would be a pretty, uh, pretty bold move to be making. So... Hybrid, uh, along with WRC, has signed a sustainable fuel manufacturer for, for next year as well. So those two elements combined is making a really good start of what, like I say, will be a journey to a more sustainable future in, in this sport. 
Absolutely, man. I couldn't imagine standing in a forest somewhere in the world and waiting for a car to come past, but actually hearing it coming is always part and parcel of what makes rallying, again, very exciting. Yeah, and I think, you know, uh, there will be, you know, I think there's a long way to go in the development of cars and energy and see, see, see which route plays out the most. But, you know, at the moment, we're going to have a car that's very relevant to real-life technology, um, still have that sound, still give you those tingles on the back of your neck when a car comes through a forest late at night or, you know, early in the morning. So I think we've got the best of both worlds at the minute, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how Monte Carlo pans out. But Fiesta will still continue to be very much part of the bedrock of, of the program for the foreseeable future. Yeah, so Fiesta will still be represented in Rally 2 down to Rally 5. Um, so it's a, it's a huge part of the program, and Puma, Puma will just be Rally 1 at the moment. And Rally 3, I think, was a, this addition with making Rally 3 much more like a sort of typical uh, four-wheel drive rally car. Yeah, I mean, it was a natural step forward to go to find that uh, missing link between Rally 4 and Rally 2. Uh, because that was quite a big step. So that four-wheel drive base level entry car of Rally 3 was a perfect way to fill that gap. And Junior World Championship will use that next year, um, which we think will help the, the juniors develop even more. So when they make the step up, hopefully at the end of the JWRC into Rally 2, they've already got some knowledge on four-wheel drive and some good experience. So yeah, everything's fitting together very nicely. Because Magic Yoda in, in Poland with the team up in, over in Poland, that sort of state-of-the-art facility you've got there, that team have done a fantastic job developing the Fiesta for those lower lower categories. Yeah, um, Magic runs a great operation over there for our for what was our two-wheel drive um, products, but now also added in the four-wheel drive Rally 3 product. And that's the first car that he's kind of built from the ground up. So he's done a great job there. And, you know, it's sports capable of uh, engineering still. And, you know, he's doing uh, a fantastic job of getting it going. And I'm sure we're going to see some, some big results from that car as time goes by. What do you drive yourself? Uh, I have a Focus ST and I also have my own Focus RS, which I bought a long time ago, which I don't want to get rid of at the moment. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Of course, you've done a bit of rallying yourself as well, haven't you, over the years? Yeah, deep down, I'm a, a rally fan and um, try to compete where I can. I've done a lot of navigating, some driving myself. I've been lucky enough to co-drive for, for Elvin in a Rally 4 car a few times when we were testing that a few years ago and um, even down to, you know, night navigational rallies, things like that. You know, I still enjoy the sport and competing where I can. It's just um, life's quite busy, so I don't get to do as much as I'd like to. It's in interesting. We've got two guys with uh, with Seb and likewise with Elvin who uh, have been part and part of my M Sports program over the years. And, of course, they're both competing against each other for the uh, the overall title at Monza. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the whole field of WRC, there's not many people that haven't been through uh, through Malcolm's books and, and driven for M Sports. So uh, it's great to know all these people and and to see them fighting. And you know, I'd love uh, I'd love Elvin to win the championship um, just because he's he's not won one before and he's so close last year and he's he's getting very close again this year. But equally, Seb's a great guy and. Um, you know, whoever wins, I'll be happy for either of them. And I'm just looking forward to watching that battle pan out over the next few days next week. What fascinates me is that we've obviously Sebastian Auger. We've got obviously had Sebastian Loeb. And Sebastian has been talking to you about doing some uh, some driving with M Sport next year. This is Loeb, of course. But then Adrian Formo is very much part and parcel of, of this uh, this program in France, Rally June, which seems to be a very successful uh, grounding for young rally drivers. Yeah, Adrian came up through those ranks, which was the same as actually OGA as well. 
Um, and M Sport is involved in that as well, you know, supplying and using our product, our cars to, to help those juniors come through as well. So, uh, you know, we've got a few different avenues for finding young talent and the next one that's coming through that, that channel. And, you know, we see what we've seen from him this year and how he's improved. We're looking forward to seeing what he can do next year. And I'm sure he will only get stronger and stronger as the events go by. Well, I mean, thing from uh, M Sports' point of view and Malcolm's point of view, I mean, uh, things have, have held together very well in uh, two very, very difficult years, basically, over the last couple. Yeah, it's been some of the biggest challenges I think Malcolm's had to deal with. Um, you know, you build a business up to, to where you, you're very proud of it, and then COVID came and completely shook every business on its head. So it's been a it's been a long process trying to build it back together. It's been very difficult. Um, it's been some some not very nice experiences we've had to live through um, but you know we're trying to find a way to get back to where we used to be and I think we're getting there and I think next year is a really good opportunity to showcase that you know we can still build and, and run very competitive cars and, and you know the, if we can do it in the conditions we've had to put up with and the circumstances we've had to put up with in the last two years then that really shows what the company's um, uh, able to do Absolutely How long have you been with M Sport now? Uh, approaching 14 years. So, so you'll be 15 years into the into the job next year then, yeah? Yeah, in April. So um, I came up for six weeks to see how it would go, and now we're 15 years later. But, I mean, you were doing the sort of sales side of, of things, but you're now probably in the hottest seat in the, in the, in the company as far as rallying is concerned, as far as the management of the team is concerned. Yeah, I mean, it's a big responsibility and a big task, and it's something I never really dreamt I'd be able to do, and it's been, you know, really satisfying to be given the opportunity by Malcolm, and I'll just continue to do the best I can, and, and hopefully next year the, the the elements that we've been working on together will, will all come as one, and we can get some results, and, and, you know, that would be my personal goal, is to try and get some really good results with the team, and, and then be involved at the, in this role with that kind of result would be a really... Uh, great thing for me personally so um, that's what we're aiming for but I can't do it without the team around us and, and I've got a great team as well so um, we're looking forward to getting started But the buck stops with you so to speak doesn't it? I have to stop with somebody and I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy to uh, to answer any questions good or bad you know ultimately someone has to make decisions and if that's my role then, then I'm going to do that so um, we're just doing everything I can to, to get things in place. And like I say, a lot of it is done through the great team that we have. So, um, you know, without them, I wouldn't be able to do it anyway. So it's uh, there's still a team effort. But, uh, yeah, if there's any problems, I guess someone will come to me eventually. Rich Milliners getting broader shoulders by the day, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> You have to. You have to. <laughs> Can I wish you all the very best for next weekend? And obviously, uh, Monza will wrap up this uh, championship uh, for 2021 and then look forward to 2022. But uh, best wishes to you, all the team, and obviously M Sport and everybody behind the scenes who helped make M Sport tick, as it were. That's very kind of you. Thank you. Thank you.